Welcome to the Things That Matter podcast, a podcast where we aim to dig a little deeper, give a lot of grace, and have some fun along the way. Thanks for listening to the Things That Matter podcast. Sunday morning announcements, Cassie, go. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Things That Matter. This week, we're talking about having fun. (laughs) That was the best introduction ever. You know, Chris, fun was my word of the year many years ago. How many? You're three. How many years ago? Let's let's be specific. I think four. (laughs) I... 2017, 2018? It's still my word of the year because I still am not very good at it. Well, and COVID 2020 doesn't count. That was a decade. <laughs> that was a decade. It's still a decade. Why was fun your, your word back in 2018? Because I had learned th- through the Enneagram um, that was really helpful in me realizing that oftentimes fun feels like a waste of time for me. I am a to-do person. And so when I learned that there was a population of people who wake up in the morning and their first thoughts are, what can I do for fun today? My mind was literally blown. Like that that is so far from my reality. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I, it's just hilarious because you're you are fun. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you think so because that is never a thought. Like I never in my life can remember thinking, what should I do for fun today? What's the first thing you think of when you wake up? What do I need to get done today? Like around the house or at, at work Everything. or is work. that overwhelming? I mean, it can be depending on what season, but for the most part, it's more sure. of like, okay, what do I got to get done today? <laughs> Not what can I do for fun? So, but you are a fun guy, right? Like you, you think about this. What can I do for fun? You're a youth pastor. <laughs> this is your job, right? <laughs> That's right. Oh, if I wasn't a fun youth pastor, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, you probably wouldn't have a job. But, but speaking of which, you actually had your youth fun night for refuge, right? Yeah, dude. And an open door, too. An open door. Like, so tell us, how do you incorporate having fun in ministry? Oh, man, that's a that's a great question. Uh, well, for me, my wiring is I like to have fun. Now, I don't wake up in the morning, and I'm not like a golden retriever, and I'm going, <laughs> how can I have fun today? But, you know, I, I think similar to you, I, I do like to – I genuinely enjoy putting thought towards it. Like, how mm-hmm. can I create a good shared experience mm-hmm. For the people I serve, um, can I just like talk a little bit about what we did at Open Door and, yeah, and Refuge? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think people like me who don't have a predisposition to having fun need ideas. Okay, so Open Door is, you know, for those who don't know, it's like a ministry for twenty and thirty year olds. Okay, it's not a singles ministry; it's a ministry for twenty and thirty year olds. I just want to specify that. But uh, at the end of the night, we did a Christmas gift raffle, and so I asked Paige, uh, my wife, and then I asked some friends like Annalise, uh, David, and Kaylee, and Anna Jones, and we just thought of like, all right, wh- what are we gonna do for some silly gifts for our people? And so we got like fart spray <laughs> for one, we nice. got uh, potty putty uh, for another gift, and then we got wait, some what gas. is potty putty? So like, you know, when you're in the bathroom. Instead of scrolling on TikTok when you're sitting on that porcelain throne. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, man. You just, you're playing golf. Oh, okay. Got it. So my friend Emily Arndt won that one. She does our sound. Nice. <laughs> so she made the comment. Man. <laughs> when I'm going to the bathroom, I'm going to think of you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get awkward out. Emily, I love you, man. But that was like, whoa. Oh, <laughs> right. man. But we just got a bunch of ridiculous gifts. So, you know, one That's of the joys funny. of having fun in ministry is bringing people along with you because, you know, when you get two, three, four, or five 
brains together. Mm-hmm. Dude, you could think of some pretty ridiculous stuff. Like we got a Bob Ross, you know, painting set yes. as well. And then we got the Chipotle and the gas cards. So stuff people actually want. Yeah, practical. Yeah. And then we got toilet paper, you yeah. know. So yeah, I mean, where like Ecclesiastes, two or three strands, you can come up with some pretty fun ideas. And then for refuge, we had our uh, Santa's giving bash. And in northeast Wisconsin, I don't know if anywhere else does this, but there's this thing called minnow racing. And Matt Hendricks, who's our park and rec director in Shano, he told me about this back in the summer of like 2021. And I thought that was a really fun idea. So I did that for our Christmas party for our youth ministry program. But instead of minnows, I used goldfish. Yeah. You know, so you're, you're just stealing ideas. You're, right. you're hearing what other people are doing and you modify it or you ask, how can I just bring it to the next level? You know, so we did that. And then we had like giant uh, tic-tac-toe, giant Jenga, giant Connect Four. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just what can we do to bring it to the to the next level? Yeah, Chris, you are so good at this. And I would just love if you could chat about. So you did a message about this a couple months ago that impacted me so much because, you know, I grew up making a lot of bad choices and doing a lot of drinking. And so for me, fun was often not fun because it was the, it resulted in bad choices. And you talked about this a couple months ago in that when fun is attached to some trauma in our life, it mm-hmm. makes it really difficult when we become a Christian to even know how to have fun. And that was the first time I had ever connected those dots. That maybe part of my problem with having fun is that it's connected to trauma or it's connected to really poor choices. And so could you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, there's, I think there's, there's three things that, you know, we need to capture to understand in, in terms of having fun. Um, before I get to those three things, let me, let me talk about, though, too, I think very often in the church, I think a lot of first-generation Christians, um, they can become very legalistic, but it's out of a really, like, good intentions right. because mm-hmm. it's guardrails. It's, right. it's a safety net for them because they know you know, not to use a Christianese term, it could be a slippery slope if they fall back into their old habits. So I think for a lot of people, um, when we read scripture, sometimes there's misunderstandings. Uh, Sometimes we hear traditions that are passed down that aren't necessarily scriptural. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know where people say Christians can't drink, and I'm not advocating to get drunk people here. But like, (laughs) you know, I'm just saying there's a lot of uh, notions that can be passed down that aren't necessarily scriptural. There's a lot of notions where it becomes safeguards that could become legalistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think a lot of people, you know, like you said, there's there's trauma attached right. to when they were having fun, when they were drunk or high or, you know, doing coke or whatever, and, and bad things resulted from that. Mm-hmm. And so people are just going from one extreme to another and sometimes that's misguided mm-hmm. um like i said it, it comes out of good intention but i think if we can solidify three things when it comes to being a redeemed people group and having fun i think it sets, a, sets us up better mm-hmm. but also the people around us up and so the first thing that i would say is you have to understand your boundaries right know your boundaries know what you're comfortable with, know what you're not comfortable with, know your negotiables and your non-negotiables. Well, and your tendencies. 
Yeah. You know, know what what might trip you up. Yeah. You know, for me and my husband, you know, we know we can't drink. <laughs> you know, right. we we know that about ourselves. Now, you know, my husband too would say, "Man, all credit to you. If you can go and have one or two drinks while you're out to eat, and that's it. That's amazing. Um, but for people like us, we just know we can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think to ground this a little bit, like, okay, what do you mean by knowing your boundaries? Um, why do we have building codes? Mm-hmm. You know, like we have building codes because in the past when there wasn't codes, the catastrophe was deadly. Right. You know, like, uh, for example, I think of a story where um, I think it was in a bar and there was a, a band playing and a couple hundred people died in this mm. fire. And, and here's why. A fire broke out, and all these people were rushing to the exit at the front of the building. But instead of the door opening into the street, the door opened into the building. Oh, sure. And so you had this wave of people pushing against the door trying to open it, but they couldn't because all that pressure was pushing against it. Mm. I would say knowing your boundaries is similar to having, like, building codes in place. Right. Because you know what the expectations right. are. It creates safety. It creates right. guardrails. Right. But you can still go and enjoy things knowing what's good and what's not good. Right. Right. And we know that we know what the enemy is going to do, right? He's going to hit us in our weak spot whenever yeah. possible. And so, you know, I think even now, you know, we've given drinking up. But I think there's there's other issues, right, Chris? So yeah. I know like there's certain people that I tend to gossip with. Mm-hmm. And so what guardrails, you know, like you're saying, what boundaries do I need so that I don't, you know, sink into that? Yeah. Yeah. Romans 14 talks about like don't cause another to stumble. So like Paul also talks about like all things are permissible, but not all things are right. beneficial. And so I, I would say then like, okay, that's a really broad application. How do we, how do we understand that? And that, that leads me to my second point of be in community yes. because all things are permissible. Not all things are beneficial. It's good to have people around you who know you, where you can let your guard down, where they can speak with love and kindness into your life mm-hmm. to let you know like, Hey, here's what's permissible and here's what's not beneficial you know so like for for you and buzz right like someone who knows you who who loves you can just keep affirming and attesting towards like hey it's permissible to drink but it wouldn't be beneficial for you to mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know so I, I would encourage be in community be in a space where the worst parts of us can be known and loved so that people can spur us on towards growth mm-hmm. towards christ likeness mm-hmm. um galatians six ten talks about um, do good for everyone in the family of faith, mm-hmm. um, you know. But Paul also adds, "Don't succumb to to their sin." So there's the, there's this reality where there's this church communal experience right. that's ordained by God, where if we have people in our corner backing us mm-hmm. up, it's just setting us up all for the better. Well, and when you talk about having fun, you know, I think as as you had taught, like if fun has been attached to trauma you know, for me now fun is like attached to insecurity. And so I'm so like, I have a hard time letting my guard down and just having fun. And so when I'm in a community of people that I trust that I don't feel like are judging me, like it is, it has, it is. And it's become so much easier for me to have a dumb dance party or, you know, do things like that, that are just crazy because I know that these are trusted people who are having fun, who aren't going to like go be like, Oh, she was weird. They have your best interest in mind. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's good to be in community with people who have your best interest 
in mind. And I think it's in community. You create, and this is the third point, you create shared experiences. Yeah, Chris, you are, I mean, I've just gotten to observe this and you've even helped us as a staff. Like I delegate, Chris, you are in charge of staff fun days because, you know, you're an eight wing seven. You love fun. I'm a three. I love to get things done. It's hard for me to move into what you're thinking. Uh, going to the movies, to me, it feels like a waste of time. So, you know, Chris, we love that and we need you to lead out in this. And so what are some practical examples of having fun, of, you know, heading into the holidays? How do people like me who don't think about this and yet want to create these shared experiences in community, mm-hmm. how do we do it? Don't be afraid to fail. I'm always afraid to fail. <laughs> I, I, I think that's normal. Yeah. I, I really do. But whenever um, my friend Annalise said this, I don't want to have like an almost ministry. Mm. And I think so many people get caught up in almost making the jump. Yeah. Like some of the best experiences come from failing. Yeah. Just because you fail, though, doesn't mean your identity is a failure. Well, and what's crazy is I'm insecure around these things, but the reality is I have never looked at the people sitting on the sidelines and wanted to be like them. I've always looked at the people, you know, it was funny even just like at the basketball game the other night, watching the student section, having a blast. Yeah. They were so cool. And then, you know, there's a couple other kids just sitting to the side and it was like, I'm envious of those ones who are just in it, enjoying the moment. Yeah. And yet I often find myself kind of tucked on the sideline, not wanting to jump in. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. And I I think with that, like another practical takeaway of creating a shared experience is we can't let our identity get entangled Mm. with fear. Yeah. You know, like we we just can't get uppity about what people think. Yes. Like now there's one thing about like, okay, is this reputable? It's another thing though to go... Uh, I don't want to look dumb. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, have fun. Yeah. And finally, if, if you have a friend that's better at creating shared experiences, reach out to them. Right, right. It's so true. Like, I have literally texted some of my friends and been like, what can I do for fun? Because, I like, I literally don't know how to have fun with my friends sometimes. So you're right. That we have those people that can jump in and give us ideas. Yeah, you, you hit it exactly on, on the head, Cassie. Like, ask for help from your friends who are really good at this. Like if you look at the book of Acts, by the way, it's just shared experience after shared experience of people helping each other, furthering God's kingdom and having fun with it. Yeah. And I think, I mean, even look at the Old Testament. I mean, so often we think it's all doom and gloom in the Old Testament, but the reality is God commanded fun. He commanded festivals. He commanded times of remembering. And, you know, even in the New Testament, where was Jesus' first miracle? It was at a wedding. It was at a wedding. Like, I mean, this isn't all doom and gloom. Like, this is like God is saying, you guys, remember my faithfulness. Remember my goodness. Enjoy it. Have fun. Yeah. And even Luke 15, the parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the Mm -hmm. lost coin, the parable of the prodigal son, all those stories end in a party. In a party. A big party. So here's kind of my exhortation. The redeemed should love parties because in heaven, the pleasures of the earth is the pleasures of heaven's floor, you know? So like the pleasures here are our ceiling. That's going to be the floor for heaven. Yeah. We're just going to have fun up in heaven. Yeah, that's fun to think about. Hey, it was so cool to hang out with you guys today. If you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, ideas, we would love to hear from you at thingsthatmatter at shanochurch.org. We'll see you guys later. (laughs) 